Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora, a companion podcast project of Inspired Media, telling stories about uh, communities you love by people you trust. I'm your host, Benji Nichols. Two exceptional guests along for the podcast on this episode. Uh, excited to talk about a little music, something I don't always get to bring into the podcast and uh, something that has been a big part of my life. Continues to bring a lot of enrichment to our region. Uh, Mr. Matt Cody, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Benjamin Kratchmer, how are you? I'm doing well. Happy to be here. I am so excited to have uh, both of you here on this show. Uh, I have to say, uh, Benjamin, you're my neighbor. And, yeah. Uh, someone we I have known now for, for several years. And Matt, you're somebody I always enjoy getting to uh, spend a little bit of time with, see around town, uh, see what's going on. It's fun to uh, fun to be here. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at the coffee shop uh, at least twice a week, uh, or, or in the school. Either one, I'm there. I love it. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Matt, you are an instructor at the Decora High School, correct? Yeah, high school and middle school. I direct uh, the bands there. Yes. Uh, help out with that. God's work right <laughs> there. <laughs> we try. I love it. And it's a family affair. Your wife as well is yep, in the music she, department. Yep, she does the orchestra. Very, uh, much more, you know, high, high brow over there. <laughs> I don't know about this. I do know I have an 11 year old that's telling me about this. No, it's awesome. Uh, it's a beautiful world. And Benjamin, uh, your background is something that I uh, have enjoyed following and watching for quite some time. I would call you a craftsman if I had to come up with a word, a fine woodworker. I, I think I have wound up as that. Yes. <laughs> a musician to boot. I, I have gone through a number of past lives. <laughs> but the real reason we're all here, I mean, we could talk about a lot of things. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the real reason we're here is to talk about the Oneota Valley Community Orchestra, which is uh, an intersection of both of your skills and interests, correct? Yeah, uh, for sure. Lots, lots of lots of fun stuff there. Uh, there's a several a several ways we could break this down, but I think we should kind of start at the beginning, Matt. Um, the Oneota Valley Community Orchestra has been in existence now uh, in its 10th season. Is that correct? 10th season. Can you believe it? Man, I, no, I can't really. That's I can't awesome. Either. Yeah. Uh, it's super cool. So that means 20, I mean, sorry, 2014? 2014. Right? Yeah. I started That's... with a website and a little Facebook post and a Google Doc or, or a Google Form. I love that. Was there, <laughs> did you, I mean, was there a critical mass at the beginning that you were like, this could be possible? Or you were like, I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, it was, I'm going to throw it out there. We were unsure. <laughs> we, I mean, because you don't, I, I didn't know uh, yeah. the many people around there's, at the time. And Right. There's a, there's a theory that Aaron and I have about a lot of things uh, here in our region. And, and whether it's, uh, I mean, take your pick on like, could we do this here? And the, the, the theory is just that there's a critical mass number of people you have to find, no matter what the cause or the interest or the thing is. And we live in the very rural part of the Midwest, of mm -hmm. rural Iowa. And, and so like, you, it's just kind of a crap show. Like, I don't know, can we find enough people or not? Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's really anything. There's running club, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, take your pick and music, like whatever. It's, but it's super cool. You put the word out there. Put the word out. And I would say, I think, I think I went live on all that stuff in the end of July, like, you know, the last week of July or so after Nordic Fest. And then, um, within three weeks, I think I had enough players to like wow. say, let's have a rehearsal. Yeah. Which was pretty wild. That is wild and, <laughs> and fantastic. Yeah. Clearly there was a need. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Benjamin, were you in on the first, uh, seasons right there? 
I was not in on the first season. Okay. Uh, I was at the time uh, busy with some different jobs, and I I actually don't remember now if my very first season was 2015 okay. or 2016. But yeah. first uh, couple of years, 15. though, for sure. I think it was. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It yeah. was the it was the fall of 2015 mm-hmm. is when I first started, mm-hmm. and it really was. Um, as Matt said, and and you said, you know, there was a need. Yeah. Uh, that I think oftentimes when we talk about like community orchestras, we talk a lot about the people who come to listen. Yeah. But there is this huge hunger for all the people who have studied music, whether it's purely avocational, uh, whether there's someone like me who went to college for music, you know, different people who, when they leave school, they never get to play again in an ensemble and starving for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it'd be fun to, to break down really quickly. Uh, Benjamin, what was your musical background? Where, where did things start for you musically or in the string world? Well, it's controversial to say that it's musical, <laughs> but I'm a violist. <laughs> and I started just as part of a public education, you know, uh, yeah. picked an instrument at the end of fourth grade. I picked cello or violin, and uh, everyone wants to be a cellist. And we already had a violinist in the family. And so the orchestra teacher pencil whipped me into the viola section and the rest is history. Uh, Loved playing my viola, went to college uh, as a music student, ultimately decided that the really competitive nature of modern uh, Mm. classical music wasn't something I wanted to spend the rest of my life steeping in. Uh, And I went then... uh, five or six years without playing yeah. with any other people before Matt started the OVCO. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt, what was your, what was your background <laughs> Get to, to music before you became an instrumental music teacher? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's a little complicated. Uh, so I went to college undergraduate actually as, as a vocal performance major. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I went in and it was, I'm opera trained, uh, loved performing in operas. Uh, about halfway through my undergrad, I because I had been in music on, or the instrumental ensembles at that same time, and I thought, well, if I just take lessons, I'm much more marketable. So it's kind of a double instrumental vocal major, yada yada yada. I started directing bands because I my piano skills are terrible, so putting me in front of a <laughs> choir would not go very well for them. <laughs> um, and I didn't think I was that good of a of a singer to to make it. Um, so I added the Ed part. Yeah. Um, Ended up directing bands, um, but still loved orchestral music, still loved opera. Right. Didn't get a chance to do that. That's uh, a pretty, I mean, it's a good wide spectrum to come at, too, from from the musical background. I mean, it's like, you know, a lot of people find their way in one or the other of mm-hmm. those things, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then after my master's degree, I got my master's at Colorado State in conducting and ed, and I had a, a really good experience there with some, oh, cool. some conductors, professional uh, conductors there. And yeah. I sort of pick their brain on how I could get into that world without like, leaving my job or starting at a salary of like next to nothing when you're an assistant <laughs> conductor. <laughs> um, and uh, so they're like, well, you could just try doing this. And so we, we did. And that's awesome. Now I get to do, you know, my day job and now yes. I get to 
conduct Beethoven in the weekends. Yeah, that's, cool. that's amazing. Um, a fun fact, I, I try not to talk about myself more than necessary on this podcast because you guys are the guests, but a fun fact you both might enjoy is that indeed uh, to graduate with my degree, which was in music, <laughs> I did have to take conducting, oh. uh, which is very much not in my wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> I did make it through the class. I don't remember the grade I got, uh, but it was very entertaining. And there were So you're saying <laughs> if I'm sick, I can call you. No, oh. <laughs> yeah, you could but but my daughter has got a lot of laughs on it. I will, I will I will offer that. Uh, it was it was a cool insight though. I will say it is a really interesting world. It was interesting you mentioned that. It's yeah. a fun it's a fun thing. Um, so it's really fascinating. So you're you know you're coming along in 2014. You throw it out there. All of a sudden you kind of have a, a a critical mass, a number of people who who want to play. Uh, what what happens? What do you do? Right? I mean like that's an amazing thing. You start putting together seasons, right? Yeah. I mean I, I was super lucky in that my wife is a, is a orchestral musician. She's a professional musician. She's a violinist. So it, all, all my questions could be answered really from her. I had done a little apprenticeship with the Waterloo Cedar Falls Symphony, uh, with the conductor there. And so I had that resource. So I tried to model as much as I could on a professional regional, as far as, uh, rehearsal structure and, yeah. and seasons. But yeah, in that 14, we, I had some rep picked out, that I thought would have been doable, um, which was a Beethoven symphony. And uh, I think cool. we did uh, uh, some Nutcracker. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had, it was successful. And we, I love that. And at that time, I kind of programmed as the season went on. But nowadays, we're um, to the point where we program seasons in right. advance, full seasons. We're talking about that, yeah. So three, three, four concerts per season. Mm -hmm. You kind of, you know, striking up in the fall, like September-ish and wrapping up by spring and May, yep. right? Kind yep. of, uh, Usually it's August through, through May, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is which is fantastic. I know a lot of listeners may be familiar already. Uh, Oneota Valley Community Orchestra, and of course you can find out all about it, ovcorchestra.org. Right. Probably the best place to follow for shows. If people are hearing this, uh, currently it's February 2024. People are hearing this soon. There's a couple of concerts coming up, one here in February still, and then in April is mm -hmm. uh, the last show for this yep. season, correct? Right. Yep. Um, but of course, those strike up every year, and then those shows are kind of interspersed throughout the uh, mm -hmm. throughout the uh, fall and winter months into spring, as it were. Yep. We usually, you know, we're pretty locked into end of February and end of April, mm -hmm. um, and then we usually have one uh, end of September, early October ish, uh, and all those concerts are absolutely free. Yeah, that's a so. that's a huge deal. Okay, so let's back up a second, and Benjamin, we're <clears throat> going to work you back into this. So uh -oh. you throw the word out there that you want to start an orchestra, right, a symphony, and you uh, you get that, and people say yes. Uh, but then in the meanwhile, like all of a sudden, is there a moment where you're like, oh wait, there's there's like a whole bunch of other things we have to do now. <laughs> like, it oh, turns yeah, we out have, uh, we, <laughs> have to, we have to run the ship. Like, oh no. Uh, but this is bringing me to a point that obviously you have a board of directors. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Benjamin, you're a board member as well. Right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back in the day, I guess, you know, did you, was that from the beginning? Did you realize you were going to have to put a board together? Did that kind of happen naturally? Uh, who was involved in the early end of that world? Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, who helped you put that together? Uh, I, I was thinking about this earlier today. And I, I think other than the only, the most expensive thing that you could do in classical music is opera for sure. Yeah. Um, but second, I think, is like running a full symphony orchestra. <laughs> so, yeah, after that first season. Uh, and, and for people who don't realize, probably just from a, a sheer standpoint of music. Right. right. Music like is alone. Getting is, the music. Yeah. Right? The physical music. Right? Physical music. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, 
uh, yeah, that first season I got, we, I programmed everything uh, that was, it was all free. Uh, if it's old enough, it's in the public domain. There's a great website out there that I can more or less print it off, um, and copy it, and then hand it out. Um, but if you want to, you know, do more modern things that isn't in the public domain, that you have to rent it, and that costs money, and um, we need a bank account for that. <laughs> and I found out that you can't have a bank account unless you have an employee ID number. I uh, didn't know that before. <laughs> and to get that, you have to These be a nonprofit. are the lessons <laughs> that are learned. Yeah. So we applied, but and you tackled all those. No, things. we did. Like, yeah. yeah, we had some, we had some great help. Uh, Craig Holtgren helped us, and Kate Narvison, Kate Rattenberg, Scott, yeah. Eden Aim. Those were our first sort of board members who really oh, helped us awesome. get going. Yeah, um, and yeah, we we are we wouldn't be where we are today without that crew for sure. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And I, and Benjamin, as you were working your way back in, I mean, like being a, a, a musician, being an artist performing in, you know, the symphony, but then uh, being a board member, was that, you know, something that, uh, that uh, came naturally or is it something you jumped into? I tend to over-involve myself in any opportunity <laughs> that presents itself uh, because my, my life strategy is to never simplify. Uh <laughs> No, it is spectacular. Uh, I'd served on some boards for other organizations. Sure. Um, I was a member of the Historic Preservation Commission for a while, you know, things like yeah, that. And yeah. so when I was approached about being board secretary for a term, uh, it wasn't something I had been previously considering, but I thought, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, and so suddenly I found myself on the board of directors and had an opportunity to help with steering the organization. And yeah. uh, that's been a real privilege to get to work with these people and see how this organization has grown um, from something that is and was truly, uh, as, as Craig Holtgren, the board president, will frequently point out, a charismatic organization that was <laughs> Matt just dumping energy, time, money into this freely uh, into something that is sustained by the community, by a board of directors, and by a lot of people who have a level of investiture in it that's really remarkable to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I think in, in one of the points you make there, Ben, I think is super important, Benjamin, sorry, that is that, uh, you know, it's one thing for an interested group of people to come together and, and perform music and valuable enough in its own. And if no one showed up, it would still be completely worth doing it, right? I mean, it's like mm -hmm. there's a there's an, 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 an inherent value in doing that. But that said, you do see crowds show up to hear you perform. <laughs> uh, and I think there's something to be said in our region and here in Decorah. And of course, part of that with Luther College certainly being part of the community and some of those things is people do appreciate the arts uh, people will show up for concerts and some of those things have you seen that too do you feel that way matt oh yeah i think so too. yeah um you know selfishly we do it you know because we love it you know um we're happier people are there but we like you said we would do it anyway uh, or i would <laughs> i'm not gonna get to conduct beethoven anywhere else so. no i love i love that and as someone you know as, as someone who grew up in decora left and came back but growing up as a young person here too i mean i have to say that like i think it were the it was those those opportunities that you got to catch as a young person 
that you might not other places in rural Iowa necessarily, mm-hmm. right? And whether that was going to a, a center stage uh, concert at Luther or a, a, a band or a symphony or wind orchestra or whatever uh, performance at Luther or something that was coming through and touring, like it were those, you know, it was those experiences that really kind of sparked um, maybe other interests or at least, you know, it, it, it got you open to what else was going on, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so mm-hmm. I think it's amazing anytime you can uh, help people experience that. And, and we're super unique. I mean, what other small town has a full symphony? it's yeah. huge yeah yeah and, and that really is you know it's part of what wound up leading me to settle here as a person and artisan in you know why be in small town rural iowa and having grown up in a you know another small town in iowa that i won't name and i won't denigrate <laughs> but this is a unique place where we do have so much art and culture and it isn't even it's not insulated. Like people cross over between so many different interests yeah, here. Right. You have people who are into mountain biking and they play in a punk garage band and <laughs> they come to the symphony orchestra concerts and they also have an organic, you know, uh, pear <laughs> totally. uh, commune. It, it's, <laughs> it's such a neat place to be that we can have both this orchestra and an audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That is, a, that is a huge beauty of, of a part of where we live and being able to be involved. Um, Benjamin, what was the phrase uh, to never simplify? Was that what you said? I, I believe so, yeah. I, I complexify. We're, we're going to take a, a super quick turnaround break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the next step of how you're not simplifying by supporting the Oneona <laughs> Valley Community Orchestra, which is spectacular. I'll leave the crowd in suspense for just a moment. Uh, but we are uh, talking today with Matt Cody, uh, director of the Oneona Valley Community Orchestra, Benjamin Kratchmer, uh, a musician, craftsman, member of the uh, orchestra, the symphony orchestra as well. Uh, Benji Nichols right here, and uh, you're listening to Rhymes with Decor. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. This is Aaron Henning Nichols, founder and editor in chief of Inspired Magazine. Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless, or check out our new website, or become a member at iloveinspired.com. Creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired. And the voice of Aaron Henning Nichols, my partner in business and life. Find it all online at iloveinspired.com. Quarterly magazine out across the region. You can also become a member at the website. Lots of good stuff. Uh, You can find all of the shows here from Rhymes with Decora also online. Uh, Visit decora.fun. That's the easiest place you can find all the shows. Just type it in, decora.fun. Over 50 shows, uh, interviews with folks from across the community. Lots of fun stuff to check out. And uh, we appreciate your support. But the show today... Very excited. Matt and Benjamin, you are here. We are talking Oneona Valley Community Orchestra. Lots of good stuff. Um, There are multiple ways that folks can support the OVCO, as it is Mm -hmm. called, right? Mm -hmm. The OVCO, am I allowed to say that? You can. Ofco works. Ofco. As the founder, I I can say (laughs) definitively that either is fine. Matt, we've so appreciated your time as musical director of mm-hmm. the OVCO, uh, <laughs> and we're sorry to see you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
There are, though, a lot of ways that people can support the uh, the entity, as it were. Um, some of those, of course, involve becoming uh, becoming performing members, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and people can check out the website if they want to, uh, which is, of course, ovcorchestra.org. There's a form, correct, on mm-hmm. the website? Yeah, there's a form right on there. I believe it's on the front page. If you're interested in joining, uh, just click it. And there's some just a questionnaire on your experience and what instrument you play. Um, you can also email us. Uh, that email address is right there on the website. Or find us on social media, uh, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, leave us a message. Uh, someone will get back to you for yeah. sure. Love that. So that's one of the ways. The other ways, of course, you mentioned you have a board of directors and something you mentioned, which I hadn't really thought about, but you don't necessarily have to be a, a performing uh, string player or a brass player to be a, a board member, right? No, not at all. Uh, any any supporter um, can can go to the next level and help us out in that, in that regard as well. So if you're not a performer, help us out you know, as a board member or in the front of house. Uh, uh, during yeah. concerts too, um, yeah. so lots lots of different ways that you can get yourself involved. Great ways to support, and of course, uh, being a uh, nonprofit organization that probably has a little bit of overhead at least, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, people can also make donations to the orchestra, mm-hmm. right? But uh, you you guys aren't just asking for donations. You found some ways to make it a little more fun to help support the orchestra, if I understand, such as having, uh, let's say, a talented craftsman that's also a performer in the orchestra whose name might be Benjamin. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, create instruments? Create an instrument as a fundraiser? Do I have this correct? Yeah, you do. Uh, that's that's sort of the uh, the beginning, middle, and end of it uh, in simple terms. <laughs> but it's, yeah, uh, supporting the orchestra is something that I so want to do because of how valuable it is for me as a musician to have an opportunity to play a symphony uh, with other people you know, that otherwise that would be absent from my life. And um, it might come as a surprise to listeners, but artisans don't make a lot of money. <laughs> so as much as I would love to write a big check to the orchestra, yes. uh, that wasn't really something I could do. Understood. And I thought about things that I could do that might benefit it. And with it being the 10th season, which is an auspicious occasion, uh and my own interest uh, over the last seven, eight years now, yeah. I have been uh, practicing uh, lute making, uh, yes. becoming becoming a luthier. And I thought, well, I could build an instrument for the benefit of the orchestra and we can have someone else write the check. <laughs> and uh, so I am in the process of building a seven course uh, renaissance lute late renaissance lute yes. lovely instrument uh, very playable for somebody uh, whether they're an experienced or beginning uh, lute player uh, that will be donated to the orchestra i'm not taking any money anything for it uh, and awesome. it will be auctioned uh, at the end of the season along with some other things made by local artists and donated by mm-hmm. supporters of the orchestra yes. for a big commemorative 10th season celebratory auction mm-hmm. I love that. When will that take place? Is it, it at April. the last? It's the end of the... It, it will open, I believe, the date of the concert. Like right. the day of that concert will be the opening of the auction. Awesome. So this is late April 2024. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. It'll I, be online. So yeah. uh, people locally can bid on this stuff, but people 
I think I think the only limit on the loot is continental United States. <laughs> uh, if people if people aren't familiar, Benjamin, uh, take a quick one. I think a lot of people know what a loot is roughly, uh, but what would be a modern equivalent if if somebody didn't know what a loot looked like? Oh boy, a modern equivalent. I mean, sort of a sort of a a, 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 a variation of a mandolin almost. Yeah, is mandolins mandolins are cousins of lutes, okay. and because they were built to take higher tension metal strings, they found themselves used longer. Mm, yeah. Because uh, in the 18th and 19th centuries, music kept getting bigger and louder and bigger and louder, uh, yeah. and lutes are less about loud i mean they can certainly be they can make sound they're not it's not that they're a quiet instrument but they really focus on sounds that decay quickly that are very delicate and have a lot of upper partials so they have this really rich harmonic uh sound but they don't fill a shoebox concert hall the way a (laughs) guitar can or a trombone Uh, yeah yeah yeah, fair, fair, definitely. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Uh, now, full disclosure, Benjamin, uh, we're also neighbors, so I, I I get to follow some of your processes maybe a little more than than others might be familiar. But you have been posting your process of this also on Instagram, which which I have enjoyed so much following. Just like well, the almost step by step, right? Yeah, it's it's. I wanted to share this process um, both because I love teaching people about these things and showing this stuff. I think it's interesting for me when other people show the details of how they do their specific thing. And I want to give that back too, and to other people who are interested in learning this craft. Um, and yeah, it, I appreciate you reminding me that I've been doing that because <laughs> if people are interested, they can go and they can look at the hashtag OVCO loot nice. and that should show them all the posts uh, that. that are of this specific instrument being built uh, for the orchestra. Yeah, it's it's super. It's a super interesting project, I think, and it's also it's just fun how much like meaning it gives to uh, I mean a fundraiser, right? Too. I mean, it really really does uh, give some depth mm-hmm. to it. I think it's a, an amazing thing. And I will also just say I'm I'm overly impressed by the process because it'd be one thing to like create an instrument. Um, you know, anybody uh, that would attempt such a thing could do that. But I will say, like seeing your videos and seeing some of the work you're doing on it is incredibly detailed and beautiful work. I mean, really doing a very high well, level of of uh, craftsmanship, so that's kind of a neat, Thank a neat you, process. Yeah, people should check it out if, if nothing else on uh, on the Instagram and check out the hashtag for sure. Um, we're talking about that final show here coming up in April of 2024. I mean, I think it's worth mentioning. What is the what is the theme of that show, Matt? What's the uh, uh, that, that concert? We don't have a, a theme per se, but the pieces, I guess. Yeah, we we're, we are featuring a, a high school graduate of here. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, Karina Yi. I don't oh, yeah. know if you're familiar. Uh, violinist she ended up going to eastman school in new york uh she's currently she's going to be graduating here this spring at the cleveland institute of music awesome um and she's going to play the tchaikovsky violin concerto which nice is a it's a that's a piece that's like a real right that's like a pretty cool thing (laughs) (laughs) that's spectacular yeah um and also on that we're doing dvorak eight very exciting. Nice. Uh, and then a piece by Libby Larson, who's uh, a Minnesota resident and prolific oh, uh, composer uh, up there, too. Yeah. So. Love that. And it's got to be really interesting. I mean, it has to be uh, kind of an interesting process to think about your seasons and picking out pieces as well, right? I mean, it's like, Yeah. I mean, I have a, luckily, I have a, a really 
a good committee that I meet with. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of them I'll say, I want to do this and I'll say, dope. Uh, and I'll say, I want to do, okay, what about this? <laughs> nope. It's too hard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fair is fair, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, these yeah. are, these are people who also have lives and jobs and other right. things to do yeah. besides sit at home and practice all day. I'm right? still going to ask and, uh, <laughs> until they say yes. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I no, love that. it's a good collaborative group and, and we've, you know, come up with some really great music. Uh, we've already met and we've got our stuff planned for next year and oh, cool. uh, I'm not ready to announce that yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Hold, uh, the, hold the suspense. For yeah. Sure. Uh, but we, there's some, there's some great things happening next season. Um, I, I will say that we are, we are going to feature uh, the, the piano that uh, the high school just this bought and we're going oh, yeah. to give it, we're going to give it a workout. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a strong hint. I yes. like it. Yes. I like it. It's super cool. I will also mention I mean, it's a, just a just a short plug here. I would uh, imagine in your professional world as well. Uh, Aaron and I enjoy helping support the Decorum Music Boosters. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I don't know if uh, you benefit from any of that as well. Certainly, your professional world. Um, I got kind of my start and interest in audio when I got into high school at Decora. The auditorium was pretty much new. It was in the mm-hmm. first year or two. Uh, and any of the upper class folks who knew what was going on there were graduating. So there was nobody kind of who knew except for a teacher or two. Uh, of course, Jim Britz, who we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, somebody that I've done, it uh, was a good mentor to me over the years. Um, but yeah, so it was a kind of an opportunity to dive in. And so that's really where I got a lot of my audio roots as mm-hmm. well, which was a fun process. But uh, I know there's a lot of people, who, a, lot of, a lot of hands that come to the table to help make it all possible. Yeah. So it's a fun, fun, yeah. uh, fun thing for the community to enjoy and uh, see the success of as well. It's a very cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention is I was looking at the website earlier that I did not fully mention. Uh, realize is that you also have a YouTube channel. We do for the uh, Oneonta Valley Community Orchestra, and it's great. Well, thanks. Yeah, yes. <laughs> there's like 30 videos out there. <laughs> there. There are. There are a bunch of videos. They're edited uh, quite nicely, uh, and uh, yeah, people can check them out. The full pieces, right? I mean, yeah. A lot of them yeah. are, are there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is that just another, uh, you know, just in your downtime? Is that a little, <laughs> yeah, a little hobby, downtime. hobby of yours? Or? <laughs> hobby. Uh, mm, yeah. I mean, uh, full disclosure, I do do all those video edits. Uh, That's incredible. <laughs> Yeah. That's an enormous uh, amount of work. Yeah, um, and yeah, I don't really. I, I use Final Cut on on my computer, and I don't really know. Like, I do, can do ten percent of of what it can do. But uh, we actually we we use those videos for our, our music for seniors program that we we uh, we do. Oh, cool! We, yeah, we, you should tell us about that. Group. Yeah, we we bring uh, concerts to uh, the the area. Um, uh, facilities for you know retirement facilities and yeah. Um, and I'm told they really enjoy it. We have we make programs and we 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 select uh, different co- videos and we put on a little concert for them. And I love that. Yeah. Right, for a lot of folks who would not otherwise be able to get to one exactly. of the performances at the uh, yeah. actually at the at the high school or mm-hmm. or wherever else they're happening. And that's uh, wow, what a cool service! Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, I love it. And so if people want to check that out, just at YouTube, uh, Oneonta Valley Community Orchestra, right? Yep, you'll find it. Super cool. Uh, it's all there. Uh, musical director, director, founder, Matt Cody. That's, that's me. 10 years, man. Can you, would, would you, would you have guessed 10 no. years ago you'd be where you're at with this project? No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> is there, is there one thing that sort of sticks out to you or like a memory or a moment where, where it all of a sudden, like you realized it, it was, it was going to be a thing, you know, or it really could take flight. 
Because I, I think that's sometimes the most interesting thing. Erin and I sometimes talk about that just with Inspired and the work we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, she might tell you that she believed in it and she believed we'd be here 15 years later or 16 <laughs> years. I might have told you I, I had no idea where we'd be in 15 or 16 years, you know? Yeah, there's a few. I mean, I would say the very first rehearsal when you have all these people walking through the door into the unknown, and myself included, you know, I I didn't know most of the people that were walking in. And I'm at the door going, hi, Matt. What a great experience. And then, you know, we we play the the first couple notes of the Beethoven Symphony that we programmed. And it's like, oh, my God. Wow, they're pretty good pretty good that's awesome um yeah and you know what i a couple years ago when craig our principal cellist did the dvorak cello concerto that was a very moving concert and um uh when we did rhapsody in blue oh yeah uh this was our third season i think and uh when when i when i pitched it there's a there's a really famous clarinet lick in the beginning of that yes it's just like a glissando and uh-huh. As a band director, I'm a tuba player, but um, <clears throat> I do play clarinet a little. I, I would say I played an eighth grade level. Sure. I spent a whole semester trying to do this gliss. Oh, wow. I could not do it. I couldn't. And so when I when I asked Nancy or, or the clarinet section if they could do it, because we can't program unless we can do it, two weeks later, she sent a, an audio recording of herself doing it. Oh, my and it goodness. And it was unbelievable. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and I was a little jealous because... <laughs> I, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't come close <laughs> to what she could do in two weeks. But you know, she's right. an actual, like, really good clarinetist. I'm not. So that's sure. the difference. But like sure. th- those moments of, you know, absolutely, uh, and, know. and finding the community members I and mean, plugging it all together. It, but it takes all the different pieces, right? right. I mean, it takes yep. each each puzzle piece to come together mm-hmm. to make the symphony work, right? Yeah, definitely. I I love that. Uh, Benjamin, any any moments that have stuck out for you, or moments of getting getting to pick your instrument back up and be a part of an organization, things like that? Oh, it has been a lot of moments. Um, overwhelming feelings first of despair when I picked my instrument up for the first time in years. And it was, uh, like, Oh no, how much have I lost in that time off? And then, uh, a lot of triumphs, um, getting to play symphonic literature that I thought I would never get to do again. And experiencing those moments of collaborating with dozens of other people, uh, across t- the time and space of a stage. And that is a magic that nothing else in my life has ever quite captured. And I am just so excited to be part of that every season that I can be. Oh, that's awesome. Love that. Yeah. What a cool feeling. And, and also again, like we said, you know, living in rural Iowa, living in a very rural location, it's a, it's a pretty cool experience and a, and a great organization to be able to, uh, to be a part of. Right. Yeah. Really, mm-hmm. yeah, really fun stuff. Yeah. I love it, you guys. Thank you so much for uh, for taking the time. Is there anything else we missed, Matt? Anything else we want to mention along the uh, way? I, I mean, like... we got a concert on the, on the last Sunday of February. Yes. Uh, 20, February 25th, 2024. So if you yeah. it's too late, then you missed it. But Yes. But there'll be another season. That's there, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. You always come back. Uh, but if, you, if you're here in the next couple weeks, uh, we'll, we'll performing next Sunday on the 25th. Got awesome. a Beethoven Symphony going. We got some folk songs and... Uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good, good list of repertoire. 
Love that. Yeah. And if folks want to find out about it, they need to visit uh, online, ovcorchestra.org. Uh, it's all there. You can find it on Facebook as well, right, mm-hmm. for the orchestra. Yep. Um, and and so many great things happening. And, of course, uh, you know, dig in, find out a way to support uh, the cause, even if uh, you're not a, a performer uh, or someone, honestly, who is even going to the shows. You can still help make sure that, that it, it enriches the community and helps uh, as a great part of uh, the fabric of Northeast Iowa. So, mm-hmm. Super cool. Guys, thanks for taking time out of your day to be here and to hang out. Tell us a little bit more about the Oneota Valley Community Orchestra. Uh, We'll look forward to uh, maybe talking to you down the road again. Let's do it. Pick it up another season and uh, see what's happening. See how the loot comes out, Benjamin. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been a pleasure chatting. I love it. Thanks for being here, guys. Uh, We'll see you next time. It's Rhymes with Decora. You have been listening to Rhymes with Decora, a companion podcast project of Inspired Media. Check us out online at iloveinspired.com. You can find over 50 shows from the podcast also online. Uh, type it in. It's decora.fun. If you enjoyed the music on today's show, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Nick is a drummer. He's a decoran. He's a fascinating guy. You can find him online at Indicative of Drumming. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. It's Rhymes with Decora. Rhymes with Decora is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com.